ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, another episode of the Neil World Order podcast starts now, coming to you on a humid, hot Saturday night here in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, it's been a week full of supposedly unhealthy Canadian wildfire air here in the Midwest and maybe uh, where you are as well. I know it's been all over the country this week. Starting Monday evening, we kind of got this haze that moved in, uh, coupled with like just really hot temperatures and ridiculous uh, down south level humidity. And uh, most of the week, make it, the air outside just nasty, you know. Uh, Chicago the other day recorded the uh, worst air quality in the world the other day, so... You know, not only they have the worst crime, apparently they have the worst air quality as well. You know, and it's crazy when you think about the uh, origins of all this. Uh, So we're led to believe that some lightning a few months back uh, struck and some random forest fires caused all this, right? You've seen the maps they've showed us of, you know, they've shown the digital maps of Canada burning. They haven't really showed a lot of video or anything real, you know, real time. But, you know, I, I got to call bullshit on this. I, I really don't believe it. You know, and we talked about this, I don't know, some episodes back when it was just starting to make the news or whatever. But, um, you know, Tuesday here, the air had like a nasty burning plastic smell. It didn't smell like a bonfire kind of um wildfire smell that you know we've had in the past uh i know that we had something similar in central florida when i lived there once and there was burning in tampa and just the other times in this area where there's been some kind of fire supposedly in canada or whatever but the air tuesday evening it was different you know uh it just it literally smelled like when people are burning shit they're not supposed to burn and i don't know you know and i think all my life anyways, that I can recall, and I feel like the sentiment was echoed um, by plenty of other people I spoke with this week. No one has seen anything like this. And the other neat thing is that a lot of people don't really believe it's just some wildfires. And, you know, I think some of that is on the media, on the powers that be, that they do nothing but lie. And I think a lot of people are keen to that now. So it's kind of like you're dealing with the little boy that cried wolf. Maybe when they start telling you the truth, you're not going to believe it for all the times they did lie. But I was watching this video the other day where this guy was talking about uh, the alleged origin of the fire, you know, and what Canadian officials had said on the news up there and stuff. You know, how they were claiming the lightning in these dry, isolated areas from a storm were the root cause of this, yada, yada. However, he went on to uh, look up the weather maps and the weather data from when they claimed this happened in said areas, and there was no storm activity in the area. So then you got to ask yourself, okay, so what is responsible? You know, is this a man-made thing, like, you know, campers, the arson, idiots, whatever, you know, is this something that was done on purpose to kind of affect air quality from Pennsylvania all the way, you know, into the mid-Atlantic, all over the Midwest. And, you know, we can go around with this all night, but, I mean, I, I don't know if we'll ever get real answers short of getting in our own helicopters or planes and 
flying north of the border and having a look-see for ourselves. But even then, we won't know what started it or what they're burning or whatever. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I've been stuffy all week. I From it, you can kind of hear. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm sick yet. I mean, maybe this is the next launch of pandemic as they're throwing shit out there. Who knows? I mean... It's hard to say, you know, you you want to say, wow, that sounds crazy, but, but does it, considering everything we've seen in the last three years? I mean, I don't know, you know. Who knows if we'll ever know, you know, and I guess that that's, goes true with so much of things right now to totally change the subject. I, know, I do know one thing for sure is that there is an overabundance of middle-aged women that are too obsessed and have an unhealthy relationship with the music of Taylor Swift. This is just me going off the top of my head. Like, Taylor Swift, and I, I said this on social media the other day, Taylor Swift makes music for teenage girls, not middle-aged, divorced soccer moms having some kind of awakening or life crisis and they like to drink wine at 10 in the morning. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, stop. It's... Props to Taylor Swift for cashing in on all the insecurity of the women around the world. But, wow. You know, the fact that... I feel like it's a red flag every time one of these women, like, blow themselves up on whatever social media about how stoked they are for the concert and, like, treating it like some kind of trip to Mecca or some religious experiment. It's like, ah, yes, you've just warned all normal guys to stay the fuck away from you. But anyways... Uh, that was just something on the top of my head that I felt like I needed to get off. Speaking of uh, answers, as we were talking about never getting answers, uh, Thursday morning, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled that colleges and university can no longer use race as a reason to admit students. Funny thing is, there's some of you out there scratching your head being like, how were they ever allowed to do that? Well, they were. Um, so... Essentially what this ruling means is that race can no longer be the determining factor between two similar candidates. The lawsuit that ended up here was actually brought on by some Asian American students in California where Asian America Asian Americans were the number one group that was affected by this, you know, where they were being denied uh, acceptance into major universities. I think they'd start they sued Harvard and then maybe uh, somewhere else in California because, you know, the spots were going to African-American, Latino, I don't know, Middle Eastern, whatever. But, uh, you know, this is a good thing. Uh, essentially affirmative action, you know, getting rid of this creates an actual equal playing field for prospective students. I think you're going to see a lot of colleges and you know, leftists argue that this could create a lack of diversity at schools, but I, I don't see this diversity as something that's ever relevant or necessary when you force it. Like, if you're just having diversity just because, and it's not organic, it's stupid, and it's contrived, and it's, it's, it's just, it, it, it's, it almost defeats the whole purpose of what diversity really is. Um, you know, and like anything, there's always going to be communities who will cry and play the victim card. But in the long run, this ruling makes sure that those who work hard are rewarded for their work and not rewarded for simply what race they are. You know, and I think an even better thing would to see this uh, 
kind of case move into the workplace as well. But like I said, that's a whole other case and a whole other issue. So interesting to see that, you know. And I think not stopping at the affirmative action ruling, on Friday, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of a Colorado web designer who was challenging a law, a state law in Colorado, that she essentially makes websites for weddings and wanted the, under Colorado law, could be forced or penalized for not wanting to do websites for gay weddings. So the Supreme Court ruled that punishing the web designer was a violation of their free speech. You know, cue the alphabet mafia who will use this as another instance of them being victims. Um, They've been a little quiet this year. I think they realize that people are kind of tired. I mean, they never get tired of hearing themselves. But, uh, you know, I think they've realized, okay, their, their message has soured on a huge portion of the general population. So I feel like everything was toned down a little this year. But the way I see it, ultimately any business should be able to refuse any service that violates their beliefs. And the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, all that exists just so that someone's feelings, they never trump the First Amendment. You know, and I think we hear so much of it. And it, and I used to think maybe I was just like some kind of cold, hard ass or whatever. But I, I feel like we hear too much about these marginalized people, like their feelings, they're pissing and crying and moaning. You know, they're victims of hate everywhere and they're being killed in the streets. Like, you know, even with the whole tranny thing, like they've taken, they've soiled the word hate, just like they soiled the word racism and bigotry where they, you know, if you don't disagree with something, you instantly are throwing hate at something. You can't just disagree. You have to believe their way or you're, Nazi, racist, xenophobe, bigot, whatever, you know, and, you know, and there's, they, they make themselves into these victims that are ultimately, and I think I've said this before, they're just a victim of their own stupidity and arrogance, and that's essentially what makes them, that cast this negative view, you know, and it's the actions of a few that cast the shadow over a many. It's the same thing when you look at, um, you look at politics, like there's crazy ass leftists, there's crazy ass alt-right people. And those are the people everybody focuses on, thinks about. And really they both represent small numbers um, of larger groups, but they get all the attention. The interesting thing about the ruling on Friday, (laughs) I guess I thought I'm a big fan of irony, is that it came on the last day of the uh, so-called Pride Month. So you got to love that, right? You know? But, uh, you know, and and I think a big part of it is, I feel like I say this all the time, maybe I just love repeating myself, is people need to accept, and I feel like, I say, like I said, I say this all the time, that no one's special, you know, no one is absolved of being insulted, looked down upon, or simply just having people hate you. Like, nobody's obligated to like you, respect you, yada yada. You know, are you protected from physical violence? Yes, of course. But no one is obligated to like you. No one is obligated to celebrate you or think like you or share your opinions or understand your feelings or give you an ounce of empathy. 
You know, you, you're not even owed respect just for simply existing. You know, and, and the crazy thing, you know, that never gets talked about is that tolerance is a two-way street. And in all my years, I guess I've never understood why so many people can't wrap their very, very, very simple minds around this. You know, it's... It's okay. Dis- agree to disagree. I say it all the time, like... I don't hate people that don't agree with how I think. I don't think everyone who doesn't share my opinion is out to get me or hates me or is going to cause me harm. I just think they're wrong because, you know, generally I'm right about everything. I'm totally kidding. Well, maybe. So, continuing their continuing their role this week, The Supreme Court also gave a big fuck you to Biden's plan to forgive student loan debt to some 26 million people. The court said, which I think the Biden administration already knew, but this was just one of their campaign promises, that they'd overstepped their power by attempting to give, forgive 400 billion in student loans. And obviously, libs came out in full force against this ruling as well, citing that Black and brown people would be affected the most by this decision. It's like they almost just assume that, like, people of color aren't, I don't know, aren't uh, able to take care of themselves without the government or without all these people throwing their white guilt uh, into policies that make life easier for them. I guess I'll never understood that. But when you look at it, being told you have to pay back money you knowingly borrowed under contract and understood the circumstances of said agreements is not the same it's just not some racist idea to think and to think so literally just makes you fucking stupid it does you know obviously i wish there was a nicer way to put it but there's not you know and of course sleepy joe announced that um he will seek new actions to secure the vote of student loan bar i i mean to try and protect these borrowers. You know, apparently Sleepy Joe also wanted the court to know he strongly disagrees with them. And that's that's a statement they released. But that's also assuming you believe he even knows what the Supreme Court is, who serves on it, and what they do. Uh, So, I feel like I'm just rapid-firing at you guys tonight. Tonight's drink is... uh, I am drinking a bottle of Weller Special Reserve, the original weeded bourbon, uh, part of the Buffalo Trace family. Um, Picked up some bottles of this when we were down in Kentucky. I think I talked about that last week. Very good. I I really enjoyed the weeded bourbons. This one's super smooth. It is, it's the green labeled Weller for those of you who just know them by color, 90 proof. The Special Reserve is generally the easiest one to get your hands on. Um, it's not the antique or the the full proof or the, I don't know, the one with all the, with the acronym on it or Weller 12. Love Would, would love to get my hands on a Weller 12. I don't know if that, that, I may have to wait for the whole bourbon thing to kind of tone down or whatever. I'm sitting on plenty of whiskey, uh. I know that. My wife thinks sometimes I don't know that, but I, I do. I'm very fortunate um, to be able to sit down here and relax tonight. We finished our grill uh, 
I don't know, like grill hut shed roof thing on the grill shelter on the deck. We built our own. My father-in-law was awesome enough to come over and help us finish that up today. Uh, instead of doing anything crazy for our anniversary this year, Kai and I bought a Blackstone. She'd found a package on their website, came with a bunch of accessories. We got the 28-inch because 36 is really big. There's just the two of us. We don't do a ton of entertaining, even though we have all this cool space and uh, constantly set it up like we would. But I think it's because we both like very few people. But uh, anyways, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, You know, eventually the temperatures will get to be where you can go outside at 10 o'clock and it's still not 100 degrees. It's it's really been the humidity. (sighs) Sorry about that yawn. I got worked so hard today. I even mowed after I did that. My grass, I don't. I think I went all of June without mowing. And I probably could have not mowed half of it today because there's dead spots and green spots. And I just was like, the backyard was starting to drive me crazy. So it's like, I'm already soaking, sobbing, sweaty, wet. I'm just going to do this. So it's done. And, you know, it's 4th of July weekend, yada, yada. But, um. Uh, trying to think of things we did this oh went and saw the flash movie this week um i really enjoyed it i had very low expectations going in uh as most of the dc comic stuff has been complete shit aside from like the batman and peacemaker recently it's all been garbage i know a lot of people didn't like the batman they thought it was too long or they just shit on robert pattinson and hey i didn't want to like robert pattinson as batman but i thought he was really good uh, and flat, I know it, it, it's tanking at the box office, but I, I thought it was great. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you, you know, you got Michael Keaton reprising his role as Batman, and it was just a great movie. It was funny. Uh, definitely worth checking out. I think people are just so fatigued on superhero stuff, and the Mar- like. The last couple Marvel movies have not done well. And I still think they're going to release, like, a hundred more of those in theory. I know they just released Secret Invasion on Disney Plus, and that's supposedly no one's watching it. But somewhere nobody really watches anything. That's kind of what I'm. Our new segue, the segue I'm going into. We finished uh, Ted Lasso this week. Um, great show. One of the best shows I've watched in some time. It was one of those. Everything about it was great. The writing, the characters, the acting, the stories. You were always interested, and there were so many cool characters. It was, I re, it was, you know, they only did three seasons. It was just one of those shows. I, I didn't want to see it end. I wanted it to just keep going. Um, speaking of shows that ended and came back in just a few weeks, uh, Justified returns on FX with Justified City Primeval debuts on July eighteenth. I'm totally hoping this will be as great as the other the original series was and we finally get more railing givens i think after about i don't know six years maybe we i watched the uh first two i've been just looking for things to watch one because it's summer sometimes it's hot and you don't want to go outside in the evening or whatever i watched the first two episodes of the walking dead dead city which kind of follows maggie and negan on a mission to get maggie's son back from this guy who used to be part of Negan's crew. Uh, it's set set in like Manhattan in the few, you know, I think years after 
how Walking Dead ended, which I'll be honest, I, I can't even remember. But uh, it's been good so far. They're still building a lot of and introducing new characters. So far, it's just been like Maggie, Negan, and her obviously her son Herschel. But I think if you liked Walking Dead, I'm, sh I'm sure you'll like this. I, I believe it's on Sunday nights. There's going to be a Daryl Dixon show at some point. Somehow he gets to Europe, I believe, is the premise on that one. But, you know, so The Walking Dead will go on and on and on. And like I said, it's just been so hot lately that we've been inside a lot. And there's obviously there's never anything on TV in the summer. So you just kind of have to search things out. You know, we take our friends, send us ideas. You guys send me ideas. And I'm always looking for recommendations. Maybe mine will help you. If not, oh well, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, anyways... The song for this week's episode is brought to you by Fallout Boys, update of Billy Joel's classic, We Didn't Start the Fire. We Didn't Start the Fire, originally released in 1989, Joel chronicled historical headlines throughout through his life through the year 1989. Cool story about uh, the origin of the song. Uh, I believe it was on like a Storytellers or Unplugged. Billy Joel was performing... And he was talking about he was sitting around with uh, there were another songwriter his age and there was a younger guy, and the younger guy was talking about how the current times were crazy and that you know hey you older guys you guys didn't have to live through any of this kind of crazy stuff and they were like what are you talking about you know and they started naming off all the things that would become the lyrics to the original uh, we didn't start the fire but uh, Fallout Boy took the song and rewrote it with events from. 1989 to present day they did an amazing job i i love fallout boy uh, you should check them out if you've never listened to them definitely check out this song um you know they have a great catalog of music but uh crank crank out crank up this cover of we didn't start the fire and party on this fourth of july or independence day as we call it it's so ironic now you know, it really is. We're celebrating establishing this great nation of ours and breaking away from Great Britain and tyranny and all that. Yet now half this country wants government overlords. You know, people who grew up under the very freedom that they detest and, you know, now they protest against it. It, bl it blows my mind. You know, and think about it. We all, we all know them, you know, or maybe related to them or they may be our friends, family, whatever. But there, there are people that are like pro-communism, pro-socialism, anti-capitalist, anti-freedom, anti-liberty, anti-America. And they're always screaming, like, I feel like I've, this is the, the message of the episode. They're crying, screaming, they're victims, dyeing their hair purple or blue, or adding 67 pronouns or genders to their bios. On social media, they got a hundred different kind of rainbow stickers on their Prius or weird messages, Bernie stickers, whatever, you know, obviously most of them have no sense of history, very little common sense, you know, it, it used to make me angry, and I think I've wisened up, and I've become more reflective, I'm being facetious, obviously, uh, it, it, it does make me sad, you know, because we have, we have so much potential as a nation, you know, and, and through the years, we've seen that, but Every so often, like the present, we sink. 
we get mired in shit and we're brought down by the lesser parts of our country. You know, and I guess if there's anything to take away this week, you know, the quiet we saw for Pride Month and people taking a stand about having things forced down their throat, pun intended, and the Supreme Court rulings are an indicator that maybe the pendulum's starting to swing back in the right direction, but who knows, right? You know, there there's this huge great divide in this country that still remains and i i don't believe it can be bridged i think there's people who don't want to bridge it i think there's been uh some pretty unforgivable things said by people on both sides i think covid brought out some of the worst and the people on the left and how they viewed you know people who didn't want to line up and get a pretend vaccine for a pretend pandemic and all that and you know, we just saw the ugliness and disdain that a lot of people on the left have for basic humanity, which is something they think other people have. And they launched an all-out war on people who ultimately just think for themselves. And, you know, there, there's tons of them that are still clinging to this vax logic, even though there's no more fake science to help them. And I do think a lot... In general, no. But about this, how if in my lifetime there is a possibility for this division to go away? And I really, I just don't see a way short of like the Almighty coming down and maybe handling it himself through some kind of mediation. But I, I don't know. You know, and obviously we all have friends with different views. because We do, you know, and that's fine. And, you know, some people you probably get along because you can agree to disagree or you just don't talk about this, that, or the other when you're around. But I feel like that we have this divide, and, it, and I feel like it's almost becoming geographical now, as well as people have been fleeing blue states, you know? And you got to wonder if we'll ever see any form of civil discourse again. Regardless, I want everyone to have a safe and happy fourth. Me, I'm not a huge fireworks guy. I, I, I don't get it, you know? I, I feel like... If you've seen one fireworks show, you've seen them all, you know, and if any of you out there make fireworks for a living, I'm sorry if this offends you, but there's literally been zero advances in my 40 plus years on this earth. But I get it, explosions, loud noises, maybe I'm just an old man now. I mean, I am, but yeah, I think I saw online that there are like almost 10 fireworks shows between this weekend and next weekend, in my area alone, between all the municipalities. There's just like a lot of small areas here for those of you aren't from the area. That's a lot of money that gets spent and noise. You know, I, I always looked at fireworks as literally just burning your money. It's kind of like gambling. I never understood gambling. I always thought gambling was kind of stupid. I get making a bet with your friend here and there, but like people pouring money into machines and like you can make money quicker by working and doing other things than you ever will by gambling. You know, I guess tell that to somebody who wins the lottery, but those people are fewer. You're more likely to get hit by lightning twice in your lifetime than you are to win the lottery. That's fact. But uh, maybe instead of buying fireworks, uh, find a cool charity, uh, a legit one, obviously. Volunteer to hang with shelter dogs. Uh, you know, Daisy was, compl was hanging out down here with me in the... Uh, Southern Comfort Zone while I was watching the WWE pay-per-view tonight in England. She's spooked out by just people in the neighborhood doing fireworks. And it sucks. I get it. She's an old dog. But still, like, you know, there's people with PTSD and, 
I don't know, use the money, go do something cool with your family. Shit, go buy a good bottle of bourbon. You might be able to find a bottle of this Weller somewhere, and they'll overcharge you and charge you like uh, $60 for it. I only paid 30 at Buffalo Trace, but, you know. Or don't listen to me at all, because I'm just me, and I'm sitting here drinking. But I was just offering you some alternatives. Maybe save all your money from fireworks and go buy some Taylor Swift tickets and hit on middle-aged women who are apparently into bad music and poor choices. There's an alternative. But um, in conclusion, if you do use fireworks, do them safely. Don't lose any fingers, toes, or any other part of your body, depending on what you do with fireworks. Special shout-out to my pops, who actually retired yesterday. Hardest-working guy I know. Uh, hope he takes time to enjoy every second of retirement. He's definitely earned it. Made me think that, fuck, I can't wait to retire. If I ever get to, I'll probably just die working. But, you know, then again, I might not because I don't really work hard. But uh, that's all I got, folks. Uh, drink up. Be safe. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're still trying to line up some dates to do uh, future bourbon sessions, so I'll keep you posted on that. Um, but as always, thanks for tuning in. Uh, love to have you guys. Uh rolling on through summer it's crazy to think it's already fourth of july but hey be safe peace